Welcome to the podcast with um, uh, PRH Ministries, Ruby Holland here speaking. And uh, I'm so glad you chose to tune in to be with us again today. We're our podcast, we're going through the book of Philippians, and I've, I've vacillated as to how we really wanted to approach going through, uh, through the book. I was not so much interested in doing a deep expositional study, but on the other hand, wanted to stay within the context and the text of what was being said, because Paul conveys to us so many wonderful truths in the book of Philippians uh, to help us live consistently our Christian life in the midst of trials, in the midst of troubles, in the midst of all the difficulties that we, we face in life. We've given a, a couple of podcasts, I made a couple of podcasts uh, from the book of Philippians, and I did a little bit of introduction and uh, shared with you how the, 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 the book of Philippians is a letter, literally, written from the Apostle Paul to uh, believers in the church in Philippi. And uh, we were reminded that this uh, um, this church was established by the Apostle Paul after he had received what is referred to as the Macedonian call. And he moves over to Europe and the first actual congregation church or the early church was founded in Philippi on Paul's second missionary journey, when he answered that call and he and Silas went over to, uh, to, to Philippi, to Greece, and, and to minister there. Paul, uh, as, he, as he makes his introduction, introduced him, himself um, as uh, Paul and Timothy, uh, the servants of Jesus Christ to all the saints in Christ Jesus which are at Philippi with the bishops and the deacons. And he, so he addresses it as from him and Timothy and sends uh, it to, uh, he identifies himself and, and, and Timothy as servants, bond slaves, um, those who have given their lives freely to serve the Lord. And he sends it to the saints, referring to those that have been been saved, those who are clothed in the righteousness of Christ, and uh, and to the bishops, and to the and to the deacons. One translation said it was sent to the helpers and leaders, and the word helpers is what was used. And I think about that, and I, you know, uh, the church is the Lord's church. We talk about it being the people's church. Well, it's not really. It's really the Lord's church, and because it's the Lord's church, you and I regardless of our position in it, we need to acknowledge the fact that the church belongs to him. And here, and here as we are in, our, in the, the church age, pastors and deacons are the helpers. Pastors are the leaders of the church. Deacons are to be the helpers of the pastors, the bishops, as they lead the church. Paul goes on through his introduction to express to them uh, a, uh, a the statement of, of grace and peace um, be to them, be unto you, he says. And, he, and today, if there's ever been a day when we need to experience the grace of God and know the peace of God, 
it surely is today. Then Paul begins to express his gratitude for the ministry of the church in Philippi to his own ministry. They had prayerfully supported him, no doubt, but he had also financially supported his ministry. And so he, he expresses his appreciations, and I, I thank God for every remembrance of you. And he also mentions the fact that he, that he prayed for them. You know, I think sometimes we need to spend more time praying for our, our church, praying for the leadership of our church, the programs of our church. We need to hold up our churches in prayer. And then in verse number five, he talks about the fellowship that he had with them in the gospel. From the first time that he went there, they went down by that shore on, the, on that uh, that riverside. Lydia got saved, and things began to happen. And the Philippian jailer came to know the Lord. And a demonic lady was freed from demon possession. All of this recorded in Acts chapter sixteen, by the way. And um, but he 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 talks about the fellowship. And I think you and I need need to real, uh, realize how much we need fellowship one with another. Not only those that we have led to Christ, but those who have maybe had great influence in our lives. Now, I'm going to stop going verse by verse for a moment and just kind of give you sort of a, uh, a statement, a general statement as to the first chapter. In the first chapter of Philippians, there are several things that, that Paul uh, places an emphasis on. One, he places an emphasis on the, the faithfulness or the necessity of faithfulness on the part of these believers in Philippi. Then he, then he makes a, a, a statements about the influence of his faithfulness, of his living by faith. You see, Paul, Paul was a great example to follow. Uh, because he, he had, um, he had, he'd been through a lot of difficulties and trials in his ministry and in his life. And even as he writes this letter to, to the church in Philippi, he's in, he's in house, under house arrest in prison, if you please, in Rome. And so he says, and we'll read about it in a moment in the verses, but he, but he says, you know, my, my testimony of the Lord seeing me through these hard times and being able to stay in the ministry has increased your confidence in the faith and the confidence of others that Paul had influenced and very honestly a great influence in my life and upon my faith because when I see what God did in and through the Apostle Paul, then I have great hopes of what he might do in and through me. Not that I'd ever be an Apostle Paul, but I don't have to quit because my circumstances are adverse. Paul sort of relates to that and, and, and uh, refers to that in chapter 1. And sometimes people oppose us, and the Apostle Paul certainly knew about that. He was in prison, as, he, as I said, he was, as he wrote this. So he had people who opposed him. We, we don't have to let people and the treatment of others toward us keep us from 
continuing on doing what God's called us to do. And then Paul, Paul had, had left all of the, uh, the, the wealth and, and, and position of, uh, that he had in the world, and he didn't have the things of this world to comfort him, but yet he kept on keeping on. And he did not allow himself to be overcome by, by, by care or anxiety or worry. He just kept on keeping on. That, that, in a nutshell, is what Paul was writing to convey to this church in Philippi. In verse number 7, yes, I realize I skipped verse 6. I'm going to come back to verse 6 on the next podcast. I'm going to spend the entire podcast talking about verse 6. So skip verse 6, if you would, and look at verse number 7. Paul says, even as it is meet for me to think this of you all because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds, my difficulties, my hardships, in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. You know what Paul was saying? He said, you know, all of the problems I've been through and all the difficulties, uh, the beatings, the being placed in prison, all of these things, you've been a partner with me in that. You know, can I just make a practical application? I, I, I've experienced a few trials and tribulations in my life. We went 26 years with a mentally and physically handicapped child in our home, my first wife and I. And there are so many people who partnered with us, who shared that burden. Many of them were not present with us every moment, as was the case with the Philippian believers with Paul. They weren't with him, but they were with him. They prayed for him. They, uh, they, they saw that his needs were met. And I can give testimony that as a, as a believer in Jesus Christ, one of the great benefits of knowing Christ is also being a part of a great family, a great family of the children of God a great family of God that is there to pray for us and to hold our hands up and sometimes even to come to our aid and assistance in the time of need. May I encourage you today from a practical standpoint, as you look at the Apostle Paul and you you see his life, you see that he's been through some hardships, you understand that he's been through some difficult times, could I encourage you to look around you and see those maybe that are in of the household of God. Maybe they're members of your church. Maybe they're just friends of family. I don't know who they might be. But could you reach out to them and, and be a partaker with them in the, in the grace of, of God in their lives? You see, when you see God work in somebody else's life, it has a great, great effect in your life. When I see what God's doing in somebody else's life, I can't help but believe he'll do the same thing in my life if need be. So involve yourself in the lives of others. The Philippian church was that kind of church. They were involved in the ministry of the Apostle Paul. They invested in his life, in his ministry. Verse number eight, 
Paul goes on and says, For God is my record and how greatly I longed after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And he said, I want you to know, I love you so much. I, 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 I long to be with you. I just enjoyed being with you and fellowshipping with you. And it was all in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. What a love to be with each other and share with each other, be around the brethren. Another practical application to that to that end, I am. I'm, I'm traveling quite a bit. I'm in the midst of going on about an eight-day trip and speaking in four or five churches. Even as I am making this podcast, and uh, matter of fact, when I leave the podcast and uh, finish with it, uh, I'll be I'll be on the road. And, and one of the things that I, I I can say about traveling is I, I hate to leave my my wife and I, I love home. I like sleeping in my bed. <laughs> but you know what? I'm looking forward to seeing some of the brethren. I'm thinking about some of the preachers that I'm going to be with, and some of them are su- such precious precious men. And some of the churches that I'll be in that are that are, are, are facing some difficulties. Yes, some of them, not all of them, but some of them. And yet I'll be able to partake with them, not only in their suffering, but I'll be a partaker with them in the grace of God as he blesses them. So, you know, I can, I, I can say, uh, as Paul did, sometimes I long to be with the brethren. Now I long to be uh, to get back to my home church and to be here with my pastor and, and the people here who love me and support me and hold my hands up. Uh, yes, but don't ever don't ever take for granted the fellowship that you have with the brethren. Then in verse number nine, Paul said, "In this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment." And Paul says there are three things in this verse that he says he wishes that they would just really focus on. Number one is that they would focus on their their love. I pray that your love may abound yet more. You see, we ought to ask God every day to help us to love people, to love each other. Yes, love Him, absolutely. But we ought to learn to love one another. Paul then said, and then I, I, I would encourage you to increase your knowledge and more in knowledge. We ought to want to know more and yet more about Jesus when we know the song says, and surely we desire to know him. But we also ought to desire to know more about each other. And I'm not talking about private things, but I'm talking about knowing each other in that we have a knowledge of concerns and cares in the lives of those that we fellowship with. Then he said in judgment, you see that? He said uh, in knowledge and in judgment. That is, we ought to always seek to make the best decisions we can and always seek to, to understand that the way we treat others and or we're going to be one day going to have to give an account to God for there's a judgment day coming for the way we have we have lived together. As I close this this podcast, 
I, I, I want to just make a, a couple of comments. First of all, I would say to you, don't take for granted your church. Don't take for granted the Christian friends that you have. Don't take for granted the fellowship that you can enjoy. I know so many pastors who have sort of isolated themselves. And they've lived in their little world. And some of them now are up in years and they're lonely. They're, they need someone to encourage them. And they spend all their life just in their little cocoon. I'd say to pastors, get out among the brethren. Have some fellowship with some preachers. I know so many Christians who did so well in church earlier in their lives and now have fallen by the wayside and they've lost the fellowship with the brethren. And when they need the encouragement and maybe the helping hand of, a, of someone during the time of circumstance in their life, they've lost that relationship. Don't take that for granted. Stay faithful. Stay involved in the lives of others. Because if you're staying the lives, involved in the lives of others, others will stay involved in your life. So I just leave you with, the, with, with those thoughts. Don't forget, make much of the church because one day you may need the church to make much of you. Make much of your friends. Be open, willing to be a blessing and a help to them because one day there's a good chance you're going to need them to be a help and a blessing to you. And most of all, I close with a statement, a quote from a dear, dear, dear friend of mine who's in heaven, a great, great preacher and pastor, Dr. Jack Hudson, who often said, always make much of Jesus, and he'll make much of you. Well, that's the podcast for this, uh, for this time. I hope you'll uh, tune in on a regular basis. Next podcast, we're going to revert back to that verse number six. I'm going to spend the entire podcast talking about just verse number six because it's such a potent statement coming from the pen of the Apostle Paul to the church in Philippi. Don't miss it. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about the podcast. God bless you. Have a great day. Until next time, goodbye.